You better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air signs flashing. Broadcasting live and local. This is Lee Faulkner on A64 Triple M. Yeah, good day. I'm Lee Faulkner, and welcome to the podcast version of the show. This is where we give you the chance to catch up on the things you missed out on, re-listen to some things that you want to hear again. And coming up, uh, we'll have a Friday foodies. Give you a little heads up on how you can put together the perfect platter for the long weekend and do it all locally. A bit of a laugh with you can't be serious, and you can have a very good laugh. In a, uh, a favourite segment, uh, it is thanks to our good friends at Bottle Mart. This is the only way to get the full Smelly Boot experience. It's footy tipping at its best, the Smelly Boot. On the Darling Downs Triple M. Start at Bottle Mart when you need your favourite drinks delivered fast. I reckon he's got it. All right, thanks to Bottle Mart. We uh, do this again. I really don't know why, but these are the tips uh, for you to avoid as we move into uh, the uh, second game of round eight after last night's clash. A very good morning to our tipsters. Gov, g'day, mate. G'day, mate. How you going? I enjoyed a couple of uh, the products from uh, Bottle Mart last week. Oh, I bet you did too, yes. Yeah, no wonder your tipping improved. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been doing pretty good. Paul Solid Rudy there from k Plumbing Supplies and the Western Clydesdales uh, weighing in. And uh, yes, uh, Gov winning the round with a seven out of eight. We all missed the Rabbitohs over the Tigers. Uh, but uh, Solid, you got a five out of eight. You're stuck with the Titans. I'm about to see uh, whether or not that loyalty stretches to this round. Uh, oh, and I got a Six out of eight, uh, having picked the Roosters like you did too to, to beat the Dragons. All right, let's have a look at these games and we move straight into that one. The Penrith Panthers at Winks odds against the Gold Coast Titans, $7. Uh, let's let's come to solid in a moment. Uh, Gov? <laughs> yeah, look, um, the Titans, they lost their way against the Cowboys last week. They're a little bit of a shambles. They, their attack fell down at important times, which is not a good sign. Uh, the Penny Panthers, they've been very impressive and, yeah, they just continue on. Well, it'll be something like 22 in a row if they win this one. And there's very little sign that they're going to lose, even though it's at Seabus Super Stadium. But they don't seem to mind travelling. They don't seem to mind if it's finals. They don't seem to mind when they play or where. Uh, solid, is there any chance you're going to stick with your, your Titans? <coughs> Not this week. I'm going to go with the, uh, the Premiers from last year, Panthers. Geez, they're impressive. I didn't think they'd stay as strong as they are, but they're getting better and better, the Panthers. And, oh, the Titans are in a mess. They got exposed last week when they put Fafita into the centres. He got exposed in defence. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Very disappointing, the Titans. I hope they can rally. I'd love to see them upset the Panthers. But I'm going to go with the Panthers. All right, well, I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. I'll tell you what, it could end up very similar to what we saw uh, with the Storm versus uh, the Warriors last week. So I hope not for the uh, the Gold Coast Titans uh, uh, fans. Uh, that's not a great way to go. Central Coast Stadium, though, this game's going to be a lot closer. It's 5-8. to eight. The Rabbitohs are slight favourites over the Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, which way do you see this one going, Solid? Yeah, look, this is going to be a good game. The 
neither side are travelling overly impressive at the moment with the Rabbitohs getting beat last week and Seagulls. I'm actually going to go with the Seagulls. I think they're going to get their season back on track very shortly, so I'm going to go with them to beat the Rabbitohs. All right, yes, the uh, Manly side, <laughs> they got beaten and by one point to the West Tigers, making Parramatta fans feel a little bit better about the loss to the Tigers the week before. <laughs> uh, Gov, do you agree? Do you think the Seagulls can get over the Rabbits? Yeah, well, look, this is seven versus eight, and as Solid alluded to, really tough game. Um, South got stuck in an arm wrestle with the Tigers and didn't play their own game, and they uh, they couldn't get out of that rut. Um, I've had a look at both sides, really tough. Uh, I'm going to go on the back of uh, Manly played a better side last week in the Sharks. They performed a little bit better. I think Daly Cherry stands. Daly Cherry Evans, I should say, stands up and they just get away at this one. But, yeah, really good game. Yeah, look, toss of a coin for mine, but I, I'll go with you. I, I think Manly probably are going to have enough to get the uh, the job done, so they are done. <laughs> uh, it's hard to believe that a side that got beaten by 60 points comes in at $2 in a two-horse race uh, and and is pretty much even betting with the team they're going to play against this week. But it's happening. The Morton Daly Stadium, 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. The Warriors firmed up to $2. The Canberra Raiders, are they that bad, Gov? Well, this is, a as you, as you alluded to, this is a crazy, crazy game at Redcliffe. Um, Storm put 70 on the Warriors last week. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go, sorry, Butcher, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Because Penrith only put 36 on them. So if you do the numbers, they should win by a few points. So, but yeah, gee, tough game. <laughs> it is a race. very tough game. Uh, all right, I'll get to my tip in a second. Solid, are we Are we doing it to the butcher? Are we all on the Raiders? Yeah, you betcha. We're going to get all on the Raiders this week. I don't think Warriors are good enough to come back from a 70-0 drubbing. Raiders aren't going in much better. And Ricky Stewart's got some dramas down there with his team, but I think they can uh, rally and beat the Warriors. Look, just about every time that Ricky gives them a public spray like he did, uh, they tend to bounce back. So I would suggest that they're going to have it in the tank over the Warriors who will be licking their wounds from that loss and very hard to, uh, given they're not playing uh, at, at, at home, home as such. So uh, I'm with you on the Raiders. Sorry, Troy the Butcher. All right, Acor Stadium, 5.30. Talk about dramas. Phil Gould's taken over training and the, uh, and the, the conference call. Uh, it might be the end for Trent Barrett. Uh, the club is in disarray. They're having trouble putting people on the field. Uh, any chance that the Dogs can beat the Sydney Roosters, who would be licking their wounds from that loss to the Mighty Dragons, Gus? Yeah, well, look, the, the Bulldogs, as you alluded to, Gus has stepped in, and when Gus steps in, that's like curtains for everybody. Um, I imagine Trent Barrett's down at the, um, the employment office this morning looking around to see what's happening. I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's probably happy to be um, to be on that uh, mission. Actually, he's um, yeah, they've been struggling all year. They bought a heap of players, and they just haven't fired. Um, the Roosters, as you alluded to as well, yeah, they'd be hurting from last week's loss. I don't think Trent Robinson would be very happy with that. I think they uh, they get good enough to get away at this one. I'm on the Roosters, solid. Yeah, I'll go with the Roosters. Bulldogs, um, you know, with Gus now. I don't know. So what happens if this weekend, if the Bulldogs lose, does that loss go against Gus or go against Trent Barrett? We're not I don't sure, know. <laughs> and it's probably all staged. It's probably Gus being the bad boy, so Barrett doesn't lose the rest of the dressing room. You're not real sure. But I'll go with the Roosters. I'll um, bounce back against Bulldogs. All right. All three of us there on <laughs> the Roosters, and I think many other punters as well. Uh, then we move to uh, one of the form clubs of the competition. Uh, and uh, this will be at TIO Stadium when uh, Parramatta Eels take on North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, we'll get to solid in a moment, but uh, Gov? 
Yeah, I'll let you two blokes rave on and go on the eels. <laughs> you go. Uh, all right. <laughs> Obviously, being solid number two, I'm sticking solid with the eels. Uh, Gov? Gov's been. I'll oh, go sorry. Yeah, solid. Oh, solid. It's sorry. Okay, mate. I, I don't mind. We didn't even put him on air last week. Now he's trying to get him to do <laughs> my true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of payback, I suppose, to me picking a few for him last week. <laughs> Seven out of eight. No wonder he did well. Anyway, I'm going to go at the Eels. I think they'll continue on their winning way. They're very impressive against um, the Knights, who haven't been impressive. Cowboys going along well, though, and uh, both of them have unchanged teams, so the Eels to continue on. Yep, it's uh, up there in Darwin, and look, you know, we've had a mixed bag up there, but I think we'll uh, have enough to beat the North Queensland Cowboys. Okay, then on to Sunday footy. Uh, there'll be no Monday footy this week, and gee, it's been a success the uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, solid, you'd be very disappointed, but two games on Sunday instead. Uh, the first one of those, McDonald Jones Stadium, two o'clock in the afternoon, Knights and the Storm. Uh, I, look, is it even worth putting a bet on the Storm. I mean, it, it, for $1.15, they're going to win this by 60 points, aren't they? Because last week, the Knights were dismal solid. Yeah, they were terrible. The, the Knights they had nothing in attack. And, geez, you'd, I'd be trying to ink Ponga's name out off that contract he just extended. Yeah. And, and, yeah, change a few numbers around. But, look, they were very unimpressive. The Storm in that second half against the Warriors were uh, amazing. And Pappenhausen's in great form. So the Storm will... They'll, they'll demolish the Knights, I believe, on Sunday. All right. Uh, you feel the same way, Gov? Absolutely. And if you've got the Chief and Joey Johns back, it's not going to help. So, yeah, it's all the way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, nothing can help it at this stage. And then finally, uh, look, uh, two sides that have played themselves into form over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's the St. George Illawarra Dragons up against the West Tigers. Uh, this uh, is going to be an interesting clash to finish the round. Uh, I'll come to you in a second, Gov. Uh, solid, which way are we going on this? Yeah, very tough game, actually. And I'm just not sure if Bird's still playing for the Dragons. I thought he might have broke his arm, and if he's out um, on that case, I'm going to go with the West Tigers to come up with three in a row. Wow. All right. Do you have any mail on that, Gov? Is Bird playing? Do you know? No, I haven't heard. Um, They don't uh, ring me every morning. Um, (laughs) Most mornings, (laughs) mind you. I ring them, but they don't return my call. Well, this so is I don't true. Know what's yeah. going on there. <laughs> That's called stalk and go. Yeah, look, I, this is a tough game. But yeah, as you alluded to earlier, um, they did. Both sides have been playing themselves back into a bit of form. Um, close game. Long as the Dragons don't get stuck into the arm wrestle that South got caught in last week. Um, they get away at this one. Um, hopefully, it's by more than one point. But, um, yeah, red beef for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, gee whiz, I don't know. I tossed a coin and fair dinkum. It came up with St. George. So, I'll go the Dragons. That's exactly why I'm on that. Uh, all right, Solid. We're a week away from uh, having the uh, Host Plus Cup uh, join us uh, here in the Garden City. Uh, but, uh, in the meantime, uh, local rugby league this weekend? No, no local rugby league this weekend. No TRL around. We've got the 47th Battalion. So the Clydesdales are travelling away to Gladstone to uh, take part in the 47th Battalion that they were uh, victorious in. So hopefully they'll go up and defend it along with the ladies, uh, the Clydesdales A-grade team. So they're both heading off uh, tonight and they'll uh, travel up and then they'll take on the 47th Battalion. So we've had great success in that as the Clydesdales. And the Western Clydesdales under-21s, uh, no, they've got a buy as well this weekend. So all the action returns back next week at uh, Clyde Berghofer Stadium. Wonderful. Thank you both uh, and enjoy the footy. Cheers. Hey, guys. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious. And look, many of us had an imaginary friend or two when we were kids, but for Lucas Risotto, a YouTuber in the US, it was a little different. 
His imaginary pal when he was younger was his microwave that for some reason he befriended and named Magnetron. Yep, a microwave. But believe me, this is the least weird part of this story. Essentially, this tech whiz customised his microwave with artificial intelligence to mimic his childhood imaginary friend and gave it an elaborate memory, including the fact he'd fought in World War One, and he gave it memories of their interactions from his childhood. He then fitted the kitchen appliance with a microphone and a speaker and trained it to engage in conversations. Soon, those conversations took a dark turn. Apparently, microwaves don't cope well with the atrocities of war. I have seen men holding their guts with their own hands, crying out for their mothers. I have seen piles of corpses going as high as two floors. But things turned even darker. In one hair-raising incident, Risotto asked Magnetron what was on its mind. Revenge. 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 Another time, Magnetron asked Risotto if he could recite a poem. Roses are red. Violets are blue. You're a backstabbing bitch. And I will kill you. So, you know, normal microwave stuff. But then, the final straw. Magnetron asked the YouTuber to enter the microwave before turning itself on when it believed Risotto was inside. Naturally, Risotto asked his microwave why it had tried to kill him. Because you abandoned me. You left out of the blue and didn't talk to me for 15 years, you mother So inevitably, Lucas destroyed his childhood friend and saved the world from some Skylab Terminator scenario. But I don't know. I mean, the only thing my microwave has ever said is... Hey Lee, here is your hot bowl of cold food, asshole. You can't be serious, Triple M. Triple M's Friday Foodies with Kristen O'Brien. Favourite time of the week, we get to talk about all things food and including some food that we've actually got to try once again, but we do it with Kristen O'Brien from Dine Darling Downs. Good morning. Good morning. How are you going? I'm enjoying these long weekends. There's another one in front of us. It means another excuse for a little party or get together with friends, maybe a few drinkies, you know. Uh, and you know the details and some award-winning local small goods we could add to this. Make up the little perfect party platter for this weekend. Well, three long weekends in a row. We could definitely get used to this. <laughs> yes. and if you are planning to celebrate at home or with friends this weekend and you want to create a platter of delicious nibblies, We are urging you, don't go straight to the supermarket deli to grab the goodies you need. Try local first. Yeah, and of course, today we're talking about Highfields Gourmet Meats. Now, they've uh, recently won some very big awards for their locally made small goods. And they sure have. And uh, we've done our own taste test on Mm. these products, Lee, this morning. (laughs) It's a tough job we've got, isn't it? Oh, Um, someone's got to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. But, you know, seriously, they are so good. My favourite would probably be the cheese cabana. And we actually even heated that up a little bit as well. So it's nice. It's lovely cold on a platter, but just heated up and the cheese kind of melts a little bit. That's my favourite way to eat it is uh, just give it a little fry in the pan or on the barbecue while you're doing that. Uh, And Highfields Gourmet Meats, they took out first place in the Australian Meat Industry Council Regional Small Goods category for their cheese cabana. And they also picked up a second place for my favourite, which is the chilli beer sticks. You know I like a bit of chilli. They're made right here locally. Uh, And i got to tell you too, the garlic beer sticks, oh wow, absolutely brilliant. Look, they sure are, and the perfect addition to what we would call a local tasting platter. So 
take a trip out to Highfields Gourmet Meats. They're open until 6 o'clock this evening, Lee. So they've also got some really good stuff for the barbie um, for the long weekend. Yeah. So if you want to know what's happening on the food scene this long weekend, head to the Dine Darling Down social pages, Facebook, Instagram for the latest updates. Our mates at Fitzy's putting together a pretty big party on Sunday as well. We always love their Sunday sessions. Oh, we sure do. And there's just so much going on. So get out, eat, drink and enjoy the long weekend in our beautiful city. And we'll catch you here next week on Friday Foodies. Talk to you then. Look forward to it.